This is dialed into headlines for August 10th. Maui's deadliest wildfire in years. 36 lives lost, over 200 structures destroyed. From AP News. Wildfires, whipped by strong winds from Hurricane Dora passing far to the south, took the island of Maui by surprise, leaving behind burned-out cars on once-busy streets and smoking piles of rubble where historic buildings had stood. The deadliest U.S. wildfire in years has claimed at least 36 lives and destroyed over 200 structures on the Hawaiian island of Maui. The fast-moving fire, fueled by dry summer conditions and strong winds from Hurricane Dora, caught the island off guard. The town of Lahaina, a historic tourist destination, was particularly affected. Search and rescue efforts are ongoing, but access to certain areas remains restricted due to fire lines. Thousands have been forced to evacuate, and tourists have been advised to stay away. Climate change and the dry conditions in Maui have contributed to the severity of the blaze. U.S. and Iran deal. Five Americans released from prison, placed under house arrest for potential $6 billion compensation. From CNN, five Americans who had been imprisoned in Iran are now under house arrest, the first step in a deal between the United States and Iran that would include making $6 billion in Iranian funds more accessible to Tehran in exchange for their return to the U.S. Five Americans imprisoned in Iran have been moved to house arrest as part of a deal between the United States and Iran. The agreement aims to make $6 billion in Iranian funds more accessible to Tehran in exchange for the Americans' return to the U.S. The four Americans, Siamak Namazi, Imad Shargi, Morad Tabaz, and an unidentified individual, were transferred from Evan Prison on Thursday. The fifth American was already under house arrest. The deal involves plans to transfer the $6 billion from a restricted account in South Korea to another restricted account, facilitating non-sanctionable trade. A prisoner swap component is also expected. U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas under fire for failing to disclose luxury vacations from wealthy friends. From The Guardian, Supreme Court justice may have violated U.S. law by not disclosing trips paid for by wealthy friends, ethics experts say. U.S. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas violated U.S. law by failing to disclose gifts from wealthy friends, including flights, yacht cruises, and expensive sports tickets, according to a report by ProPublica. Ethics experts stated that all gifts should be reported, and this report is just one in a series that reveals Thomas's links to wealthy benefactors, some of whom are donors to conservative causes. The report exposes undisclosed connections to real estate deals, luxury holidays, school fees, and more. Thomas denied wrongdoing in response to a previous report about one of his friends, but did not comment on the new revelations. ProPublica's report generated significant attention and criticism, with calls for ethics reform and Thomas's resignation, but impeachment or removal is unlikely due to Republican control and the conservative majority on the Supreme Court. Remaining suspects arrested in Alabama riverfront brawl. From Fox 4 News Dallas-Fort Worth, three men are charged with third-degree assault after the weekend brawl at Montgomery's Riverfront Park. Update on the Montgomery-Alabama boat dock brawl. Two remaining suspects have been arrested, Alan Todd, 23, and Zachary Shipman, 25, turned themselves into police on Wednesday evening. They are both charged with third-degree assault. The third suspect, Richard Roberts, 48, surrendered on Tuesday. The fight occurred when a moored pontoon boat blocked the Harriet II riverboat from docking at Riverfront Park. 
The riverboat captain used a public address system to locate the pontoon boat's owners, but was met with obscene gestures and curse words. The situation escalated when the riverboat co-captain attempted to move the pontoon himself. Viral video footage shows a passenger on the pontoon hitting a crew member, sparking a massive brawl. The FBI has joined the investigation. Presidential candidate Fernando Villavicencio shot dead at campaign rally in Ecuador. Organized crime suspected in the killing. From BBC News, anti-corruption campaigner Fernando Villavicencio is assassinated after an event in the capital, Quito. In Ecuador, presidential candidate Fernando Villavicencio was shot dead at a campaign rally in the capital, Quito. Villavicencio, a member of the National Assembly, had campaigned against corruption in gangs and alleged links between organized crime and government officials. President Guillermo Lasso stated that organized crime was behind the killing. Villavicencio had received threats from the gang Los Choneros and had been given a security detail. Two videos claiming responsibility for the murder were posted on social media, one from a group called Los Lobos and another denying involvement. Ecuador has seen a rise in crime due to Colombian and Mexican drug cartels. Eight candidates are running in the presidential election on August 20th.